Hello and welcome to the five song. Actually, I don't know if I got that. <clears throat> Take two. Hello and welcome to the five song mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm proud to be an American because at least I know I'm free. <laughs> and I am RJ. Uh, you RJ. know what I, I think about all the time? Hmm. And I don't know. So RJ, what when you see like a, a young, attractive lady, what do you think when you see them? Hello, baby. Um, <laughs> like, like literally what I think? Yeah. Like, let me see them titties. That's okay. 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 Wow. <laughs> That's where you go to first. Yeah. You just yeah. see a young, Grandma, attractive Grandma, let me see them titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you That's what I was like. Do you like really want? Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Wow. Like Milkman shows up. I'm like, let me see them titties. It's, it's a universal. It's, it's to everybody. guys, too? Yeah, it's to everybody. You I just imagine seen... everybody with their shirt yeah, Devin, off. you don't realize I took your shirt off when you first came in here. <laughs> no, I knew that. You yeah. said I'm taking your shirt off. <laughs> oh, that's true. I and do get did. consent. I get consent before I do. I didn't say yes. That's not oh. getting consent. <laughs> Telling somebody you're going to do something is not getting consent. I nodded his this head is for consent. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having sex with you. Consensual. I know. I don't like it. Stop it. <laughs> RJ, have you ever like uh, met a like a classic looking porn star in person who's dressed s- sexy, sexy like an actual f- porn? Yeah, no, like she just got or... these giant ass titties that are. Oh out. yeah, it, the, the area that I'm in, I just get a lot of Eldorado Hills and like yeah. wholesome people. They're in there all day long with, with titty cleavage out. Oh, titty yeah. cleavage! They come in bikinis because they're Folsom Lakes right there, so and they're like, "Hey, just, coffee!" And I'm like, "Coffee." You're just drooling. Um, uh, everything <laughs> that has a hole is leaking. Uh, <laughs> Your ears? <laughs> Your ass? Yeah, it, it gets weird. <laughs> What's it leaking? <laughs> to change subjects, I'm just like, "Let me see them titties." <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm, I'm, it's pitiful. Why does it smell like diarrhea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I try to change the topic by them being like, "Oh, what a perv! He's asking to see titties." Come is dripping out my nose. Don't look at yeah. me. I'm, like, I'm just embarrassed. I just I say it and run away, so they don't even know. Like, that's <laughs> probably the better of the two options. Then, yeah, it's a weird reaction. It's yeah. a weird, very weird reaction. Right. And I get I get this thought in my head when I see like a young, attractive woman. I just think to myself, I'm just like, man, if I could be anyone in this day and age, it'd be you. They yeah. have the whole world in the palm of their hand. Yeah, they can literally just. Show their titties for the rest of their, or for yeah. at least the next like thirty years, and just yeah. make a living. <laughs> and they don't even need to to make a living. No, like, yeah, they show if they're feet. just, they don't even need to do that. They could just be hot. Yeah, and yeah, people exactly. will pay for things for them. It's like, how much do you spend a month on food? It's yeah, like oh, hot yeah. girls don't have don't, that yeah. problem. <laughs> they probably have a cell phone that's in somebody else's name. Yeah, they don't have to think. They just get to exist and have they, people take care of them. Yeah, they don't even need a car no. because people will drive them everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. can just this text a random dude and be like, "Hey, yeah. take me to this place." And they're like, "Yes, ma'am." Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like my best friend. Yeah, you should just like <laughs> pick me up and we should hang out. Yeah, if I if I get reincarnated, I just want to be a hot woman in yeah. today's age. The maybe a hundred years ago might be a little bit different, but like today's age, they are at the top of the food chain. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. I mean, if you're hot enough, like a hundred years ago, you're still doing pretty good. I don't know, man, because they could still just get raped randomly. You can't. Yeah. It's it's hard to rape a lady now. I mean, in <laughs> what 1922. <laughs> You just, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. 
It's not really that hard to rape a woman now, you know. <laughs> a lot of them are learning jujitsu, but come yeah, on, you're exactly. not gonna put me in an arm bar. <laughs> Maybe throw up a triangle and you got a chance, but <laughs> I'll arm wrestle the fuck out of you. I hope one day that you get to wrestle an actual woman who can fight. <laughs> I really want to. <laughs> For sexual gratification. <laughs> I did a photo shoot with somebody that does uh, jujitsu. Yeah, I'll fight her. Bring her over. <laughs> yeah, like, the only rule is if I get a boner, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> and I can use it in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw it's, Big it's John. not Mc- much, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will use it as a leverage point. <laughs> Uh, I saw Big John McCarthy posted something on his Twitter because I was looking at like the Aljo beef and oh, looking geez, stuff so up. Fucking stupid! It's so stupid. Aljo's just going nuts on on every social media platform. But uh, yeah, Big John answered some fans' question like <laughs> it just said, "What hap- What would happen if uh, a fighter started kissing the other fighter in the ring?" <laughs> And I'm like, this has always been my question about, like, would that be a good wrestling defense? Like, if you just started kissing the other dude, he wouldn't know what to do. And apparently it falls under unsportsmanlike conduct, which is hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he explained something about judging the other day that made me so mad. Really? Yeah, because, like, he was explaining a concept, and it's so fucking stupid. Because he's just like, judges don't care about how much time is happening like he's just like they Mm. they score points yeah so like and it's based off of the round and the only time that they look at time is when there's not points happening right and Mm -hmm. so he's like so the the, entire default to if there's nothing else going on fight does not matter because it only matters on the points based off of the round yeah. And the time of the fight doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just like, that is so fucking stupid. It's so it, goddamn dumb to be like, I I was the one who won the fight based off of how many times I hit you, not how much time came. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because if you're throwing strikes from the ground and somebody's just holding you down yeah. and they don't attempt a submission, right. they don't throw a strike the whole time you win that round, yeah. even though you were on your back. Yeah. That does sound crazy, but also at the same time, a lot of these wrestlers got to do more on the ground. They don't have to, but for me to care about them and for a lot of people to care about them, they got to do more. Yeah. You know, like wrestle, I, and I, I respect wrestling, not disrespecting wrestling. It's very like dominant to be able to hold somebody on the ground. But it's not that hard. It, I mean, it <laughs> seems like it's hard to get up for these like professional fighters oh yeah no i'm saying it's you not know. hard to hold someone on the ground this just, oh yes this yeah. is devin's inner yeah. bully talking right here <laughs> hold him down and give him a wedgie yeah <laughs> yeah at least just like punch him in the nuts or something um but yeah it there's been a lot of fights recently where there's like usman just held somebody against the cage for five rounds and whatever you won yeah like, yeah you won but i don't care <laughs> you know yeah like when it comes down to it, like I would rather than get rid of control time. Yeah, I yeah. don't care about control time. I I just yeah. want to know the strikes, and if no strikes are happening, then the control time should not matter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you explain the Aljo and Yan fight, it's like a guy won a fight on two takedowns. Mm-hmm. 
like to understand that concept, you'd be like, okay, they spent 25 minutes fighting. And yeah. One guy scored two takedowns and won the entire fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a wrestler would be like, what? You know how many times I have to take yeah. someone down in a wrestling match? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn, this job's easy as fuck. Yeah. I, I don't know. Something's. It's just the higher level dudes. A lot of them are just trying to protect their legacy and whatnot, not taking chances. That's why I like the younger guys like Patty Pimblett's like, I'm always here to put on a show, but also like he does want to win. You yeah, know? Right. But you can see Jan was fucking pissed after that fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is his fault. He fought like an idiot in the first yeah. couple of rounds. But yep. Yeah. Anyways. Aljo like outstruck him in the first round too, technically, which I did not know. Yeah. That's nuts. But it's again, it's like there's a difference between touching someone and significant strike. Yeah, I don't exactly. care unless it's a significant strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Algermain's yeah, his striking is awful. Like that it's just so bad. It's really bad. It's worse than like the Diaz brothers who like are just pitter patter out there. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Anyways, just thinking about how great it is to be a hot girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the only reason why if if I could be a hot woman. And I could have that procedure. I would probably do it. I'd probably do it. Yeah, if I can be hot enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I want. I don't want the fake titties. So I want real ones. Like I want a transplant. I, I think you'd want the fake ones. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, they are getting better these days. I guess <laughs> technology and whatnot. Yeah, I think you'd like them. Yeah. <laughs> probably better than what I got now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I got the real ones now. They're not so great. <laughs> um, all right, RJ, this is your episode. This is my mix. Yeah. Do you want to explain yourself? So, you know, we all love moms. Uh, moms love moms. Do we? Yeah. Um, since I believe yesterday was Mother's Day, I didn't do anything for Mother's Day. Did anybody? Yeah. I threw a big extravaganza. Nice. Um, surprise party. <laughs> was your mom invited this time? No. Okay. Not invited. It was a party for me and my dog. <laughs> Drank some beers, nice, ate some pizza, nice. played Elden Ring. That does sound like a normal night. That does sound like what's going to happen in two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yes. <laughs> maybe, Very accurate. Maybe a phone call. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, Mike, did you do anything for Mother's Day? Uh, yes, I celebrated my uh, my mother and my partner. Okay, very nice. Yes, that's what yeah. I did in two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in honor of when this is released, it's going to be Mother's Day, I believe, this Sunday right before. Well, RJ, how was your Mother's Day? Oh, um, we're not on talking terms. Oh. Yeah, she heard the mixtape and realized what I na- oh, labeled it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's like because I made a mix dedicated to mothers, but she didn't like that I called it MILF. Oh, so she's not a fan of MILFs. Yeah. Okay. She's she's against that. She knows what a MILF is. She disowned me. She's seen American Pie. She's been on a... Did she ask you if you thought she was a MILF? Yeah. And you said said no, and that's why she's mad. That's why she's upset. I'm like, nah. We don't talk right now. So you call me MILF. So yeah, so I, I think I originally had just autoplay playing for last week. And I think just like a Rick Ross song came up and just other songs came up and then... I think in the back of my mind, that was there. I was and there then in the back of your mind. Further, <laughs> further back of my mind was my head. Still, it was Mike. I had track number four in my head because sometimes I just walk around going, "I love you, Mama." 
And I was just like, I say that because it catches me off guard. I was like, oh, I should make a mom's mix. Long time ago. Do you say that to any of the girls at work? Yeah. That come into your work? And they tell me not to. Okay. That was after I asked <laughs> yeah, you to see just, their titties. With fluids coming out of everywhere. I love you, mama. <laughs> so I think I had that song. I and then I kind of two and two together that, hey, I should make a dedicated, like, something about moms. And I was like, wait, when's Mother's Day? And I was like, holy crap, that's when my mix comes out. Yeah. Good job, RJ. Thank you. Uh, did you say the title? No. Um, <laughs> we could sum it up as MILF, but it's uh, Mom's Inspiring Love Forever. Because that's what mothers do. Now, did you come up with that, or did you look up acronyms for MILF? <laughs> or, did, <laughs> yeah. or did your mom help you with it? <laughs> I think I was just like, I want to do something about like mom and the title or something like that. But then I was like, you know it would be funny if I just named it MILF? But I was like, ah, maybe I have to make it stand for something. So I was like, mother's loving forever i was like "Ooh, mom's initiate uh, i was like ah and then i kind of just figured initiate that out after that. mothers <laughs> mothers initiate lazy fucking <laughs> but i was like i can't i have to talk to somebody about love and dedication to mother's day <laughs> that's funny um, mothers investigate limp phalluses <laughs> you didn't I'd even have to have the, the if because it's an acronym you didn't even have to have mom in the title you know what i'm saying yeah yeah could have been yeah. mickey yeah. could have been mouse <laughs> yeah. could have been uh macho man randy savage <laughs> or how, how about my erection loves females <laughs> yeah milf my erection <laughs> it's a jamaican erection yeah, you just don't know it <laughs> Yeah, my, you'll learn <laughs> my big erection. I read ya. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Mom's inspiring love forever. Good fucking luck. Guessing Good luck. my favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. Oh, I went back and forth with this, and I eventually <laughs> just said that. That sounds fine. That sounds fine. Typical um, RJ. Not putting the work into anything. So let me go. So for Devin. I picked two, three, five, because we all know he's an Eminem fan. <laughs> and then for Mike. So you're just saying numbers now. Yeah. <laughs> and then for Mike, I picked one, four, three. All right. Now, did you have any thought to the order of the songs, RJ? Uh, kind of. Very kind of. Um, very very kind of. I want I wanted Eminem at the end, so I did. Uh, then right, right. J Cole kind of was just like, I feel like he's the odd one out. So I was just like, ah, where can I put J Cole? And I was like, I could put him right there in the beginning. But then I was like, nah, all the ones in the beginning were like mom. So I was like, ooh, so maybe I should have the mom ones first, and then J Cole's kind of fit in there between that and Eminem. So that's kind of what happened. So no. Yeah, it wasn't much thought besides that. It probably took me like three minutes to think of that. To give you a really long answer to your simple question, I'm going to say no. I just wanted Eminem at the end, and I didn't know where to put another artist. That's, that's what you just told me. But then I have four other choices, so it kind of you know ended up like that. All right. Uh, all right. Well, the ordering of this mix is very interesting to me, RJ. Oh, thank you. Very interesting. I was surprised by the ordering of this mix, to be honest with you. Well, did not think that you did it intentionally, but uh, yeah. Did I do something intentionally? Uh, not in the way that you know of yet. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you spelled out another a- an acronym. 
Um, Devin, what were your initial thoughts going into this mix? Uh, first off, I don't Com- like holiday theme mixes. Coming off of a miss. <sighs> well, <laughs> it's a little bitter. So, I was this like, is well, this is going to. Another holiday mix from RJ. That's funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was my first thought. I don't He's like this holiday shit. Calendar man. Yeah. Now I'll remind you. Do you just look at your calendar? Do you have a calendar in your room? Like a physical <laughs> calendar? No, I have it on yeah. my phone. You have a Taylor Swift calendar, don't you? Hot chicks on it. Yeah. I got a Maxim calendar from 2006. Yeah, we just kind of move the days around a little bit. I actually do have a Maxim calendar from 2006 in the garage. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I, I, like, I like some songs. I, I'll I, listen to it, I guess. Yeah, I was like, I guess I have to listen to it. And then I was like, well, I like that it's all one theme and it's stuck to it pretty well. And it's all like the same style of music. So. Let's see how it plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a little indifferent going into it. Yeah. I mean, mostly just from my bitterness. From <laughs> Can you imagine Failure. him saying something like that? He's like, ah, yeah, I guess they're all songs about Christmas f- four or five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you pick like a weird holiday or day, like an Earth Day. Boxing Day. Or Yeah, Boxing Day. That'd be a good one. Ooh, Earth, Earth Day? Would, I, I could make a good Earth Day mix. Oh, yeah. That's oh, we already missed it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we have next year. Yeah, I went to Ooh, next year. A Fourth of July mix. Ooh, brother! <laughs> you know, you know the boss is going on that one. <laughs> but I'd do it and not put any songs Devin wants on there. <laughs> Just That's to that, irritate him. That could be your yacht rock mix, yeah. RJ. Fourth of July mix. Just out there. Don't fucking the- do a yacht rock mix, RJ. You don't even know what yacht rock is. <laughs> But I know what mixes are. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> alpha. You alpha. You can't just say alpha. <laughs> no, I've learned alpha. <laughs> See, I got this. Thanks, Mike. Um, all right. So getting into this, uh, starting off track number one on Mom's Inspiring Love Forever is Dear Mama by Tupac. Dear Mama. <laughs> off Me Against the World from 1995. Track number nine, four minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, it was funny, like, looking at the uh, tracks on here and then listening to it and being like, especially with this song, I was like, oh, I've heard this song before. Um, like, yeah. looking at it, I was just like, oh, I don't think I've heard this song. And then as soon as it started playing, I was like, oh, it's yeah. this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Dear Mama is a song from Tupac from his third album, Me Against the World from 1995. It was released uh, as the lead single from the album. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, the song is a tribute to his mother, of course. Uh, and the song, Shakur, uh, details his childhood poverty and his mother's addiction to crack cocaine, but argues that his love and deep respect for his mother supersedes bad memories. Uh, the, t- the song topped the Billboard Hot Rap Singles chart for five weeks and also peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. The single was certified platinum. It was just a different day and age in 1995. Yeah. When a rapper can have a song about his mom. and it's A platinum. holiday song, <laughs> of all things. You're not Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh. Um, let's see. In 2009, the song was added to the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress, who deemed it a work that is culturally, historically, and aesthetically important and or inform or reflect the life of the United States. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so that's a big title. Yeah. All right. 
the song was written shortly after Shakur uh, served a prison term upon completion of the track. I uh, phoned longtime friend, Miss Jada Pinkett Smith, remarking, I wrote this song about our mothers and I want you to hear it. Pink's or Pickett Smith's mother too had struggled with drug addiction and their experiences growing up with this as children led to their friendship. She later remarked that the song gave her a rush of emotions upon her first listen. Um yeah, so this song is somewhat relevant to today. RJ. Wait, Jada Pinkett <laughs> wrote it? No. Or he wrote it. He wrote it about their moms. Okay. Because yeah. I knew they dated. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that she was in a metal band, of all things. For a long time, she's in a metal band. Just crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kendrick Lamar noted that the song profoundly impacted his life. He says, I can really go back and appreciate the value of vulnerability and being able to express yourself and not being scared to express yourself. So clever hmm. with his wordplay. That uh, is interesting. I'd like to go back to songs from this era and just see what other songs are being released that were vulnerable in like the rap <laughs> style, Yeah, <laughs> you know, cause nowadays we have like a lot of that shit going on. Yeah. You know, there's a whole category for it now, but back then rap was really just like NWA and you know, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like, I would assume by um, Illmatic, probably Nas has some stuff. Yeah. Which is around this time. I, I, I think on, on uh, Red, ready or die. Biggie Smalls, I think he has some stuff like that. But, okay. Yeah. He's just copying Tupac. <laughs> As uh, always. But yeah, I was very happy the when I started listening to this mix, and this is the first song on here. Uh, I remember the song as soon as it started playing. I uh, really liked this song. I really like when he, uh, the line that he, I think it's either like before the chorus or something, when he uh, uh, says, uh, like, I can't repay you. Um, but I can show you love or respect or something like that. Can't mm-hmm. repay you for the life you've given me. Blah blah blah. Yeah, really like those lines. Yeah, uh, Devin, how'd you feel towards the song? Uh, kind of same thing. I I remembered hearing it. I I thought I recognized like the title, and then I had that dear mama thing in my head. So I was like, okay, maybe I have heard this. And then it started playing, and I was like, yeah, this one. Never really like paid attention to the lyrics before. And it's a, like a really well written song. Um, wait, I guess a lot of Tupac stuff is. You j- I just never paid attention to it. Um, and uh, yeah, I I love the little like uh, little guitar shit in there. I love the beat to this song. Like everything just makes it so nice. It's almost like a rap ballad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah fantastic song good way to start off the mix aren't you yes yeah i, I like, feel like it was a nice little introduction to it yeah i liked his number one too was this the first song that you picked um you mean just for the order or just that went on the mix yeah um well i mean i, I originally had the uh, so-called like the rick ross one and i also had the the j cole one but then i, uh, I was going through and i literally looked up hey like mama and mother and then just variations of it and just kind of finding songs that were fitting that theme. And this one popped up. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious, that's perfect. Because I know the song. You said that out loud. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, literally <laughs> just in the middle of, like, you know, everybody. He does. It's like, oh, my goodness gracious. And RJ I was all again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Because literally, which is funny, because I believe it was the one from last week, that I think Rick Ross was just like, 
all eyes on me in dedication to a Tupac. <laughs> so Ooh. literally, I was like, ironic that yes. I'm going to put Tupac on there again. Well, and he was talking about Mike Ross. Just alpha and the shit out of you. Yeah, so I was like, he definitely needs to go on this mix. <laughs> ironically, because he, it's no. like, you know, he's mentioning to go on the next week, but it did. <laughs> no, so alpha. No, no. Yeah, Devin was paying tribute with that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, I know what's coming, so I need to open up. Like, you know, there you go, RJ. I, like, I need to open Devin. up. <laughs> yeah. I opened up for you. <laughs> With consent. Even though I didn't want to. You just told me I was going to. This is what we're going to be doing for today's activities. He's really good at jujitsu, though. Yeah. That reminds me of, like, kind of like Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, but, like, if uh, RJ tattooed consent on your forehead, Devin. <laughs> Anytime he looks in the mirror, he's like, yeah, he has consent. If I was his ward of the state. Yeah. Or he was my ward of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but this is a fantastic song. Good it's song. a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. All right, let's move on to track number two. We've got Smile Mama Smile by Rick Ross off of Black Market. It's track number two, CeeLo Green. Um, another note is uh, we've talked about every artist on here. Yes. Mm. Now, yeah. we've never had a Rick Ross exclusive song. We've had him featured multiple times, but never one of his songs exactly. So he's the only one that's like a person. That we haven't talked about. I did want to sure. throw that because it was, you know, I knew that. So I was like, ooh, maybe I can actually have his song on here. So I enjoyed picking him as a, one of the the mixes uh, songs. Yeah. Well, did you know that? I didn't know if we talked about this before, but if that CeeLo Green had uh, some allegations brought against him. Do recent ones? I, I think it was pretty recent. I was listening Were to they a, happy allegations. Oh, I'm sure he was happy <laughs> at the time, but not happy when they came out. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy because I raped this fucking lady and they suing me. Yeah, apparently, I don't know what exactly he did, but they were talking about it on some podcasts and how terrifying it would be to see that man trying to assault you. He's like a four foot eight round man <laughs> a little turtle yeah he's a little little freak ball <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of those uh oh, what are they called mad balls yes, <laughs> that <yes>. you squeezed <laughs> it's a mad ball that is a good description for yeah. him yeah <laughs> Oh, those things are great. Yeah. His <laughs> little eyes pop out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a freak. <laughs> um, but yeah, this song comes off a of black market. Uh, it's the second track featuring Mr. Green himself. Four minutes and one seconds. William Leonard Roberts II, known <clears throat> professionally as Rick Ross. as <laughs> American rapper and a record executive. Uh, prior to releasing his debut single, Hustlin', in 2006, Ross was the subject of a bidding war, receiving offers from Diddy's Bad Boy Entertainment and Irv Gotti's Murder, Inc., uh, until signing a multi-million dollar deal with Jay-Z on Def Jam Records. Man, they wanted him. He was the Why? truth back then. <laughs> uh, Ross released his debut album, Port of Miami, through the label later that year. Uh, debuting uh, at the top spot on the U.S. Billboard 200 album chart. Um, outside of his solo career, Ross was a lead member of the hip-hop group Triple C's, alongside fellow Florida rapper Gunplay and Torch in 2005. 
Hell yeah. Gunplay and Torch. <laughs> That's a great duo right there. <laughs> of course, they're oh. from Florida. Fucking Gunplay and Torch. I could picture that album cover right now. Yeah. <laughs> Those big block letters in gold with diamonds on them. Gunplay and Torches and Fire. Uh, yeah, he's worked with lots of people, lots of people I love, like Meek, Meek Mill, some French Montana in there. Um, Black Market is the eighth studio album from Rick Ross. The album was released in 2015 on Maybach Music Group, Slip and Slide Records, and Def Jam Recordings. Uh, the album features guest appearances from John Legend, CeeLo Green, Nas, DJ Premier, Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige, Chris Brown, Future, and The Dream. Well, it's almost like he can't do an album on his own. <laughs> yeah, why would you? I mean, come on. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just like DJ Khaled. It's like Wes Anderson with his big uh, uh, cast. You know? <laughs> I mean, if Wes Anderson did a movie with no actors, <laughs> I'd still watch it. But <laughs> it'd be pretty silly. Uh, so when the song first started, I was like, oh, I've never heard this one before. And I was like, all right, it's a Rick Ross song. And then, pff, boy, oh, boy, when that freak comes in, it just pulls me Ooh. right into the song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the song is like fine, and then it goes to oh, I really like this song really quickly as soon as I hear CeeLo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets stuck in my head. Um, yeah, it's a good song. Can you yeah. imagine like somebody else that they put on there? Like all these other featuring artists, like have somebody else sing the chorus. No, you need CeeLo on here. Hell yeah. Otherwise, I could see Anderson know. Pac oh, or yeah, somebody with like great. a similar voice. Okay. Yeah. Or West Side Gun if he could sing. <laughs> He's just got a similar voice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The song was fine for a Rick Ross song. Like I liked it more than I thought I would, um, but I don't like it that much. But uh, I like the CeeLo part. Um, but yeah, I was wondering if when CeeLo singing the chorus because it's a very personal song about a mother. No, and then CeeLo sings the chorus, and uh, is that about? Was about the same mother. She's like, you think he's singing to like your mother, yeah. Rick Rose? I fucked your mother because I'm a freak. Smile. Does, does that make me crazy? <laughs> Wrong song, CeeLo. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Does that make me crazy? Because I love your mother. I think anytime you're just like CeeLo, come on over. You know somebody's getting freaked. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's oh, gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. So, oh, and Rick Ross was talking. Rick Ross, yeah. If you invite CeeLo Green over to your house, your mother's going to get fucked. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I would yeah. assume that. I, I, I wouldn't be upset if it happened if I invited him because you should know that. You want to come over for a barbecue or something? He's like, yeah, I'm going to be like 10 minutes late, though. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. What were you doing in the 10 minutes? Fucking your mom. I'm just, Freak! I'm just picking up a piece of pussy on the way over. <laughs> Just picking up a little piece of pussy. Filipino surprise. Filipino surprise. <laughs> and I was like, I get it. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Rick Ross was talking about, like, he kept on talking about Prometh. Uh, Promethazine. Promethazine. Yeah. Yeah. Which, My mama said. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm pretty sure, and I might be wrong on this, but, and I've had this problem with a lot of rap songs. They talk about Promethazine and Codeine, which is syrup. Like, that's yeah. the drink. You mix that with the Sprite Remix, and some people put Skittles in it, apparently, which is just dumb. It's like shitty boba tea. But promethazine, I don't think, does anything to you. I think the good stuff that fucks you up is the codeine. Promethazine is just a cough suppressant. 
So when he's like doing promethazine, it's like, <laughs> did you have a cold? And she's mad at you for medicating yourself? No, you, like, just, you just sip on the scissor, man. Yeah, but without I the coating. I used to sip on so much scissor. I love scissor. <laughs> <laughs> I will drain a gallon of syrup. Yeah, I will drink a whole bottle of NyQuil. Very quickly. <laughs> oh, we talking? We talking to Quill now? Yeah, yeah. You know I love me some Green Death. I will. I, give me that cherry shit. I'll drink that too. I don't care. Yeah, but so, yeah, so that's you're just ho- calling Rick Ross stupid for not knowing what he's talking about. Well, I mean, I don't expect anything less from him since he's a prison guard and you know not a gangster. <laughs> Could you imagine? Someone's like. You're talking about codeine, right? Codeine doesn't sound cool. Promethazine yeah. sounds cool. <laughs> Promethazine. Nobody, it's like Prometheus. <laughs> it sounds scientific. Like, no. Yeah. Just say syrup. Just say the drink. Because <laughs> you're not just drinking Promethazine, idiot. I remember when uh, it was a, a, a girl, I think, at maybe El Dorado, OD'd on some scissor when I was in oh. high school. Yeah. Pussy. Living the dream, that lady. RJ, talk to me you, about this. You thing. like some scissor? <laughs> you know, I think, you know, I just I think I like just the Skittles. That's yeah. Like, that's my favorite part. <laughs> you just yeah. play Bob the Apple with the Skittles. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm just going to buy a thing of Skittles. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, but RJ no, just this, has this, a bottle of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Skittles. Scissor, right? Oh, that's so, <laughs> so much. Yeah, we're doing scissor. So thick. <laughs> Um, well, the song was good. Um, I was trying to compare it to last week as far as like the which Rick Ross do I prefer more, and I kind of like this one with CeeLo. Um, I think that's just me against Drake, but I think I like oh, yeah, this, this song one. is way better than that Drake song. Yeah, I, I like I like everything together. I like the sound, the, the beat itself. I like CeeLo in the background for the chorus. Well, this wasn't a freestyle, to be fair. Oh, this wasn't. <laughs> Well, yeah. it is freestyles when they don't put that in the title. It's true. <laughs> when it yeah. is, you know, it's vice versa. But I, I liked it. I, I think it was a nice one, especially number, right after, uh, you know, Tupac. I think it was a nice number two. Um, but he I liked is, it. He is it a, nice a nice number two. He is a number yes. two. A nice number stress ball number two. Like a, like a poop. <laughs> uh, I remember the good old days when you could just have Austin Powers number two jokes. It yes. just makes the movie. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. Yeah. <laughs> Number right. two. Yeah. Oh God, so many, uh, Austin Powers. Such a such a good series of movies, all the oh, way up to Goldmember. Have you seen? Did you see the trailer for his new TV show? Ooh no! Oh, I'm so excited for it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I love everything that Mike Myers has done. I love uh, Love Guru. I do I too. It all. It's all great. To you. Yeah, yeah, um, ah. yeah. His new TV show—it's uh, it's on Netflix. It's a sci-fi. It's like a weird sci-fi. It's an Austin Powers. It seems from the trailer like an Austin Powers take on like Doctor Who and like David Lynch. What the fuck? It looks bizarre, and I'm here for it. Uh, I'm really excited. It sounds like it's just everything that's going on in my brain at all times. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I think it comes out in like May or something. Pretty exciting. Oh, I gotta look that up. So I Married an Axe Murder is like yeah. one of my all time favorite movies. Fantastic. It's so good. Um, all right. So next we got Hey Mama by Yay. Off Yeet. late registration. 
from 2005, track number 16, five minutes and five seconds. It is so funny. When I first listened to this mix, when you get to this song, it's just like, you just forget how good he is. Because I haven't like, it's been a little bit since I've listened to Kanye, probably Mm -hmm. since Donda um, came out last summer. Um, and it's just like this song comes on and you're just like, ah, oh, hey, mama. Yeah, you're just so good. I mean, yeah, especially like it's Tupac and Rick Ross, two very well-respected rapper and another rapper. And then you get to this song. It's just like, oh, yeah, you're just like you're just like on another level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny. And it has nothing to do with his rhyming at all. It's all his production. Because you're yeah. just like, oh, God damn it, you're just, you're just so good at doing this well, stuff, man. <laughs> especially at the time, because I was thinking this song, I didn't look at what album it was off of, and I was thinking this was off of one of the later albums, but kind of a throwback to his older stuff, because the production on it doesn't sound like anything else of the time, which no. that album didn't, no. but it's very it's very sparse and like minimalist as far as like rap songs go for the time. So he's really taking a chance on not putting a big beat on it. Mm, which is what yeah. everybody was doing at the time, and it sounded like something from uh, from Yeezus. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? yeah like, definitely. But still, it was like that Yeezus era where he was playing with really minimalist stuff, and then also still like the Chicago sound that he was like creating on College Dropout. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, okay, he's been doing that thing for a while then, and just kind of perfecting it over time. I honestly don't know where I would be in my life if I wasn't like into hardcore and I found Kanye in two thousand three, four, five. Because <laughs> it's just it's just so insane to me. Like you're saying, like it's insane that the song, just this song, is from two thousand five. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know how much shitty music was out in two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would look like Lil Wayne right now. <laughs> like you would be dressing like Lil Wayne. You would have white guy dreads, like. No, Still you would skateboarding. Look, you would be Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> you would have face tattoos at this point. Yeah, like I'm just in the scene, you know. I would never rat though. No, you'd never rat. No, <laughs> I my style. Uh, but yeah, Hey Mama comes off with late registration. Uh, the song includes additional vocals from Mr. John Legend. Uh, West composed the song in 2000. So he made this song in 2000. <laughs> Jesus. Just perfecting it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, it's a ballad. It contains a sample of Donald Lisa's Today Won't Come Again. Uh, in the lyrics of the song, Kanye pays tribute to his mother, Donda West. Uh, hey Mama received generally positive reviews from music critics. Uh, if you commended the sample of Today We Won't Come Again, the critical commentary towards the concept of somewhat mix was somewhat mixed. Uh, the song reached number nine on the Billboard bubbling under R&B and hip-hop singles. Uh, musically, Hey Mama is a ballad. The song is based around the sample. Uh, that sample comes from 1972. Uh, let's see. The song closes with synthesizers contributed by Brion, uh, which seems to be like a studio musician he worked with. Uh, yeah, the song is fucking sick. Love the song. It's fantastic. Devin? Um, I, I like the song. I didn't like it in this mix and it, it, it did have to be here because it's, it's a mama song, but it brought me down. Like the, it brought the energy down for me even more than the last song. Um, but going through it, I was like, 
this is a good song. But in the mix, it didn't fit as well for me. Like, just musically. Lyrically, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it works. Um, but I do really like the song. Like I was saying before, like, it made me realize that he's been doing this shit for a long time, and I really do want to go through those old songs again and, like, pick apart the lyrics, too, because there's a lot of lyrics in this that I was thought was very creative also um, that I'm curious about his old lyrical style versus the new lyrical style and lyrical content. I'm curious what little things are in those older albums that we kind of missed. Um, but also, I was just disappointed that you didn't use Donda Chant instead. I know, yeah. I did think about that. <laughs> it would just be so funny. Yeah. Just in the middle of this mix. Just Don, Donda. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was okay. RJ? So I think if I used the Donda one, it wouldn't be like, you know, mama, mama, mama. That would have been perfect for that. Yeah. Because, you know, some people might listen to it and they're like, I don't know what the fuck a Donda is. Well, they should <laughs> fucking learn. They need to learn before listening yeah. to this mix. Yeah. Um, that was great. Uh, I, I think this is uh, sums up Kanye in a nutshell, uh, especially his older albums. He has a similar flow uh, over it. His beats, all he has his big ones that you hear on the radio that it's like a big sample, and that's what they specify on there. Um, you know, like, she take my money. Those are the ones that you're like, oh, those are the hooks. Versus this one, it's just a simple melody. Um, but that's like all his songs, especially from the first couple albums. But uh, this is classic Kanye, and I think you know, it's an fa- awesome song. I love this song. Um, and I want it on here because of it. I did want to say... I disagree with Devin, by the way. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it fits perfectly in the mix. Uh, I think okay. it's great. All right. and, I'll, and I'll tell you why later. <laughs> okay. All right. You might be able to change my mind. Probably not. But, <laughs> but probably not. Um, I do want to say, uh, he says in like towards the beginning of the song that you know they moved to Chi-Town when he was three years old. I did not know that Kanye was a Chi-Town faker, and he was not born in Chi-Town. Yeah, he's from Atlanta. That's upsetting. We've talked about this in the podcast. I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> now he's caught up, but now I know, and yeah, he's a Chi-Town faker. No, how is he? Shy? He was like he was not born there. one of two Chi-Town rappers at the if, time. <laughs> if you are not born in the United there States, you cannot Common be president. And Kanye, <laughs> even if you grow up in the United States, you cannot be president. <laughs> You have to get citizenship. That's the same thing with Tupac. Tupac's not from L.A. <laughs> what? Eminem's not from Detroit. <laughs> what? Yeah, he represents. Where are they from? <laughs> Tupac's from what? San Francisco. I think. Eminem, what? Wasn't Eminem born in like Wisconsin or something? Then they moved to Detroit. Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was a white place. <laughs> a whiter place. And then they moved to Detroit just because uh, I guess the dad or something like that. I don't remember the story. We'll okay. get to that dad later. <laughs> okay. I, I don't believe in any rap anymore after this. This is all upsetting news. Um, Where's Snoop Dogg from? Is he even from the LBC? He is from the LBC. <laughs> all right, good. What of Vince Vince Staples? Yeah, he's from Ramona Park. And he's never left. <laughs> he's been there like, his whole life. He's still there right now. Still and there if I went right there now. like last year, he would have been there too, right? Yes, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Just, as soon as you come on to, as soon as you <laughs> venture into Ramona Park, suddenly you hear North North just <laughs> blaring somewhere. 
<laughs> Northside Long Beach. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I've made it. Um, yeah, the song fucking sick. All right, so let's sick move on <laughs> to apparently by J Cole off of Four Hills Drive from 2014, track number 11, four minutes and 53 seconds. Uh, I've talked about J Cole before off of a mix that I had. Uh, but Four Souls Drive uh, came out in 2014, debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling a total of 371,000 copies, uh, with 353,000 copies consisting of whole album sales, and the remaining 17,000 17, copies uh, determined based on individual song sales and streaming data at the time. Uh, I missed the whole J. Cole era, which I talked about before. Um had no idea about him up until about like a year and a half ago. So, but he's great. Um, let's see here. Cole became one of only six rappers to reach number one with their first three full length studio albums, others being Drake, Rick Ross, Nelly, DMX, and Snoop Dogg. That is yeah. like a wet Long dream beach. for RJ. Yeah. <laughs> Throw Luda in there. Oh, yeah. It's done. Um, yeah, apparently uh, it's the lead single from the third studio album. Again, a crazy single about a mom that doesn't yeah. sound like a single at all. Somehow yeah. a single. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the song peaked at number 58 and 17. Uh, the song was nominated for Best Rap Performance for the 2016 Grammys. Crazy. Mm. Uh, never heard, or no, I have heard the song before. I listened to Four Hills, Forest Hills Drive after RJ was like, "It's the best album. Listen to it." Um, when I when we talked about it before, um, yeah, this song is really good. I don't know why. It, I still don't understand from the album why it's a single. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, there's, I think there's better songs on the album, but mm. the more I listen to the song, the more I like it. To be honest with you, I think it's yeah. a really good song, and I think especially in the mix lyrically or uh i guess rhythmically his mc skills stand out uh amongst the four other gentlemen on this mix yeah yeah deb um i kind of agree with you on the the single thing but it is a very catchy song yeah uh i don't remember the other songs on here but this is the one that stood out when I like, so I didn't know what the song was when I looked at it and I was like, okay, apparently, well, it's gotta be a mom song. And then it started playing. I was like, this fucking song, this song's about a mom. I never knew that. Like I, I was just listening to it. And I was like, I got my hands on. like I knew the chorus to it. So something about it stood out to me. Um, I played it for my coworker today and I was telling him about like the, I was like, yeah, my friend made this dumb mother's day mixtape so we listened to all the songs he's like and this came on he's like this is a mom song (laughs) i didn't know this was a mom song either i was like maybe it's like a a pun in the word apparently because of the word parent and then we're listening to it it's like oh yeah he said i love you mama that's pretty blatant like uh it's a mom song but uh i love this song i I really like J. Cole. Um, I like this whole album. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about, like, what if the thong song was about his mom? <laughs> yeah. I love the way you booty go, <laughs> baby. 
She had dumps like a truck. truck, truck. Thighs like what? 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 This is funny thing about again. songs like that. Like, I didn't know that was about his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Fat bottom girls is about his mom. <laughs> you make the rocking world go round, mama. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I, I love this song. And uh, lyrically, I liked it. It kind of made me realize something about J. Cole, and I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me on this, but I was listening to his his flow in it and his like singing style, and it kind of is on the verge of not rap in this. And I know he does rap, like he he has he got bars sometimes. But do you think that J. Cole is the closest thing to the old Kanye that we have these days? Oh no, his lyrical style, his his MC style is so different. Yes. Kanye, you can sit down and understand the pattern. I like J. Cole stuff so much because his pattern sounds like it's poetry. It's not, it's like old common. It's not mm. something that's like, it's really free in its flow. And it's not, from what I can tell from listening to him, it's not that consistent. It's not like even Kendrick, you can find consistency in his rhyming. Mm-hmm. And like J. Cole, the, it's just like, it's like water. It's not very consistent, but he's really good at it. It's like water for chocolate. Sure. Yeah, like any beat yeah. you have, anything he was like, okay, I'm gonna tell you a story and I'm gonna do it somehow different. And you're like, okay, I I don't know what you did there different, but I liked it. Yeah, he's not even like a standout in his like in the tone of his voice. You know, it's not like Mm-mm. yeah, like most deaf, like he has a, a very interesting pattern to his rhymes, but his voice also is like, oh, like you can listen to any most deaf song and be like, oh, yeah, that's most deaf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. There's no hiding it. J Cole, yeah. he could hide it. You could throw J. Cole in a song, and if he does what he does, I could be like, I don't know who the fuck that is. But yes, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like some of that, uh, what's his record company called? Like Dream? Uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't Dreamland know. or something weird like that. DreamWorks. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, made Ants. But he has like some songs that he like features on on this like compilation with like JADs on it and stuff too. And like it's some of those songs I had no idea J. Cole was on it. I was just like, yeah. who's that gentleman? That flows very nicely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's something about it that reminded me of Kanye just coming after that last song where it's I like when I'm saying it it's like Kanye, it's the closest thing to Kanye that we have of that old Kanye, because nobody else is doing his stuff unless they do it in a really shitty way. Like there's uh oh, what's that dude's name? Uh he had another normal sounding name. Might be a white dude too. But there's some other there's some other guys that are doing like stuff these days that have that old Kanye production value and it it sounds shitty. It sounds corny. But J. Cole is doing it a little bit. Like the smoothness of it is there. The production of it is there his rhyme scheme is kind of there uh but yeah i don't know that's just what stood out to me i think just coming from that last song i was like okay i kind of see that like a little bit of the influence on there at least but yeah i really like the song I like yeah. this album i like j cole it has uh no role models it has one billion plays on it one billion one billion plays wow all right i still love this album yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, well. do you have anything else to say, RJ, other than you love the album? 
Um, yeah, so it's one of those where it's a song that's just in there. Uh, I, I love the songs on the album that I love. Um, so generic. <laughs> so goddamn generic. But it did say that, you know, I love you, mama, and I just kind of just have that in the back of my head of, like, a song that I was like, oh, I should do, like, a mom mix. That was probably, you know, how many years ago or how many, when we started doing this. 12 years ago. And I was just like, oh, I want to add this to some mix about a mom. And then literally when, like, on a Mother's Day, like, everything started unfolding. And I was like, ooh, I need that J. Cole song on here. So I wanted to throw it on. All right. Mother's Day, everything started unfolding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. And then we get to Headlights by Eminem. <laughs> off of the Marshall Mathers LP2. We're in 2013, track number 15, 5 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, we've talked about M before. We've also talked about this album before. Uh, when I had that uh, Kendrick song, the Love Game or whatever that song was called. Games? Uh, Love Games? Uh, that's from this album. So. Old Greg? <laughs> uh, but Headlights is a song from Eminem. Uh, features Fun's lead singer, Nate Rus. Uh It features projection from Emile Hany, Jeff Bakshil, and Eminem himself. <laughs> and the song Eminem apologizes to his mother, Debbie Mathers, for or deadbeat Mathers for criticizing her Do in his you. earlier songs and for showing scorn and resentment towards her in the past. Uh, Eminem has had a difficult relationship with his mother since childhood. In the music, Eminem has had a history of insulting his mother on various songs, including his debut single, My Name Is. Um, also the song, Kill You. <laughs> <laughs> And then most notably, cleaning out my closet. Uh, Headlights is an apology to his mother for the years of insults and his plea for united, uh, or for a united family, or at least a less dysfunctional one. Uh, in an interview with uh, Sway Calloway, Eminem stated everything he wanted to address in regard to his mother. Uh, it was one of those things that's bothered me for a little bit. It was one of those things that I needed to get off my chest. So I don't really have anything to elaborate or expand on that record other than everything that I needed to say I put on that record. Devin, talk to me about the song. Um, I like the band The Format. <laughs> they're, they're really good. Um, the guy from this... the. The Nate Russ guy is from the band Fun, which before that he had a band called The Format. And they're great. You know, they had some good songs and like this melody that he sang was real nice. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. I mean, what, I don't, what, else, uh, what, else, what else happened? <laughs> what about the moms? Oh, the mom thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I When I listened to this, I was. Uh, you know, I was like, I thought Eminem didn't like his mom. And then I was like thinking about all the, I was like, okay, listening to the lyrics, he's probably said some bad things about his mom in the past. <laughs> um, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Since he had the song called Kill You about her. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, uh, yeah, lyrically, it's a, it's a very powerful song. It's well-written, had some nice lines in there. Some, some good bars. I think uh, my favorite part of the song is when he refers to his dad fucking his mom. And yeah, him. he fucked me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? 
<laughs> it's very clever. Yes. Because he's using the term fuck in two different ways. Yeah. <laughs> or is he? He fucked us both. <laughs> I don't know. We're in the same fucking boat. Now, RJ, talk to me about this M&M because this is not your M&M. This is my M&M. I would say this is my M&M. This is more your, yes. Yes, this is very much my M&M. So I heard the album and I was like, all right, this is not the M&M. This is not mine. And, but yet again, this song in general, it's a lot of nostalgic moments because you, you did hear him growing up getting like, you know, into the drugs, into the public eye. And it was just kind of one of those where he's just like, you know, screw you, mom. Uh, his mom made a nice little CD about him, I guess, a, a CD or a book kind of justifying of this is why I acted the way toward you growing up. And I don't know if you're familiar with his uh, his uh, cleaning out the closet song. Mm-mm. Uh, Mike, you remember <laughs> that one? No. I know he was about just the R. Kelly song. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no that Midgets and Closets. The epic, <laughs> the 30-minute song, the rock <laughs> opera. That's uh, beautiful. Just cleaning out the closet, it was kind of just like one of those growing up with you, uh, just literally, like you're always accusing us of stuff, stealing stuff, like stuff's in your purse is missing. A victim of Munch, Munchausen syndrome. I forgot to look what that up, what meant, but it's like something about just like... It's like, making somebody sick to uh to keep them there to keep them yeah, there so, so literally like, it, you poison devin daily with your well, in the song was yeah. literally like when you put like, bleach in my coffee <laughs> she would do stuff like like put stuff into his cereal and make him eat it just to calm him down because he would be too hyper or something like that so he was just like you know you always try to justify things you did but you're the one that like fucked everything up you're the one that fucked up my life blah blah this it's like you know you know you're you, i'm getting all that stuff away from my kids so you're never gonna see Haley your granddaughter you're never gonna see this person it's your fault that all the kids got taken away by the state and he's like it's your fault you're the one that fucked everything up you're you're a terrible person it's like you know you're not gonna they're not gonna even be at your funeral and it was a very just like f you song um so then kind of get here and you're just like oh eminem's now being like okay i i realize i'm a different person than i was back in the 2000s early 90s and he's like, I've changed my thought process. And I was like, you know what? I, I do appreciate that because everybody does change over the years. And I was like, I do appreciate the song for what it was. I I I I love this song, RJ. <laughs> it's a, it's a good song. It's more. It's a it's a it's a great song, RJ. No, a, like, yeah, it's fantastic. I even though it's not, it's different from the other songs on here a little bit. But I think I just like the nostalgia thing that just makes it that much better that I wanted to put it at the end. Look, rap and hip-hop, there is not one version of it. So to say that the it, it doesn't match the other ones, that doesn't matter. It's yeah. not like you made one style of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Every one of these songs is a different style of rap and hip-hop. But it's yeah. all rap and hip-hop. Yeah. So it all works. Yeah, I don't. Th- I didn't think this one like stood out as a song that shouldn't be on there. No, 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 no. on his album, on Eminem's album. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have no issue with it being on here because it had to come on here. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know about the rest of the album. I know Rap God's on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you liked uh, Love Game or whatever. Games. Yeah. <laughs> Love Games. <laughs> you ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> All right, RJ. This is my thoughts. Okay. Give it to me. I'm going to lay it out here for you. And this is this was consistent every single time I listened to this mix. I listened to it every day, uh, sometimes multiple times a day. I really, really enjoyed this mix. Okay? 
I, when I first listened to it, I sent you a GIF of Donald Trump saying, I'm going to come in a very, <laughs> in a very polite way. That. Okay. Yes, yes. He says, I'm going to come. Yeah. He was being very formal about it. <laughs> I was wondering if it was referring to this, but I was like, it might be. <laughs> now, this is how I feel towards the ordering of the songs. I think that you put them together in a way that each song elevates itself from the previous song. And I actually, and it's crazy to me. And I thought I was an idiot being like, there's no way that that works that way. How is a Rick Ross song elevating from a Tupac song? But because you're going from like different styles of hip hop, I honestly think this mix and it gives it away right here. It goes from my least favorite to the best and it's nothing against the first song. I love the first song. I really think that every song on here gets better from the last song. So like that Kanye song, I have no problem with it because it's better than the Rick Ross song. And then the J. Cole song, I think, is better than the Kanye song. <laughs> so, like, it all fits for me in that order. I know I, that, that I sounds... I with the order, too. No, yeah. no, no, no. Literally, I was going to say, if you're like, RJ, what are your favorite ones? I was like, three, four, five. Yeah. I mean, I love one and two. Though. Eminem's like, the best one. I have but yeah, nothing yeah. against those songs. I just think it goes from like, okay, this is a really good Tupac song I've heard before. And it's like, oh, this is an interesting Rick Ross song. Hell yeah, we got CeeLo in here. It sounds great. And I'm like, fuck yeah, production. This is awesome for Kanye. And I'm like, hell yeah, lyrical flow from J. Cole. That sounds fucking great. And I'm just like, the master, the master at the end. This is it's just such a good song at the end. No, I've Tupac fu- was at the beginning. <laughs> I fucking love the end, and it's what he does in that in this song is what I love about Eminem. Like if he and so on the uh, on my second, which wasn't released on the podcast because it got deleted, but on my second soul mix, oh. I had a song with Kendrick on it. Um, that was a uh, fuck. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Chicago oh. kid. Um, BJ Chicago Kid yeah BJ it was a BJ Chicago Kid song and Kendrick was featured on it and there's uh, parts of that song musically that is almost identical to this song uh, with the way that it works from the verse into the bridge Uh, the chorus is different and then Kendrick's part is different but I fucking love Eminem it's crazy to me that you made a mix to me RJ where you had Tupac Kanye Hmm. and Eminem and you ordered it to me that Eminem, this song is better than this Tupac song and Kanye song. You know what I'm saying? I I, I saw that kind of <laughs> okay. So I did have that as I like these songs at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that was my core initiative of like putting those towards the end because I was like I do want Eminem at the end. I want Jay Cole because it is a little different from the ones with Mom in the title. And obviously Eminem doesn't have mom in the title either. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to leave those at the end. But then I kind of stood the back and I was like, ooh, I think I like the one, two, three, four, five order. I was like, I think those are my last ones at the like at the end are my favorite. So I was like, that works too. I like that. That's perfect. I like that. But it was not on purpose doing it like that. Hmm. I think that you heard it. I, I mean, think you just said it was on purpose. And then you said, well, it was not on purpose. Somewhere I was in your brain, RJ. Just I've I've been sitting there for you months both. now. Ever since that like, MILF sticker. <laughs> Frogs. Just being like, 
RJ, I was go- I was force ghosting you, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, RJ, 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 <laughs> and you're like yes, yes, master, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and Devin, I am your puppet master, <laughs> Devin. That's how you alpha. You see, you got alpha yeah. by Mike. Yeah. Good job, Mike. <laughs> yeah, this is honestly this is a me mix. To be honest with you, like uh, you, yeah. Yeah, this is like I would make this mix. I, I like agree every one of these songs, and the order of it is fantastic, RJ. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I mean, for me, you said one, four, three. My favorite song is five. My least favorite is one, and my favorite artist is Kanye. Yeah. So you thought Tupac was going to be my favorite song. I was like, maybe. I was going to pick Kanye. That I was like, eh. He's just picking random numbers. He said Rick Ross was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's got CeeLo Green. You think you're going to change my mind on Rick Ross? <laughs> no chance, buddy. You never know. Nah. It's not that how it is, works. Uh, for Devin, you said two, three, five. How do you do, Devin? <sighs> I mean, close, but not at all. Uh, <laughs> favorite song, four. Least favorite, three. Favorite song, one. Or favorite artist, one. Almost favorite song one, favorite artist four, almost like flipped, but uh, and then honestly, like between three and two for my least favorite, like Rick Ross and Kanye for my least favorite. It's just the the Kanye one uh, musically um, didn't work for me as well as the Rick Ross one did, strangely. But it was good. It was fine. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a win <laughs> yeah, overall. That's a win. That's a win. Whatever. All right, Devin's been playing it real, like real cool guy. This podcast. Yeah. He's the cool guy. <laughs> He's the cool guy. Devin Red. Okay, you know why? I guess he realized how to make a good mix. <laughs> He's taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking notes. As oh, as I realized before you even sent this to me. <laughs> and you just wait, just wait and see. <laughs> So what's your score going to be, Devin? <laughs> because that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's going to be real high or real low? I just, what, I'm just curious. What do you guys think? You know? if like, I what, was, what vibes have I been putting off this whole time, you know? If I, I was gotta, Devin, I think Devin is an honest man, RJ. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think he's an honest man. I think that he's not going to fuck you over. I know he wants to. But I think that he, I think a solid 4.2 from Devin. I was going to say 4. Okay. Wow. This is really interesting, you guys. <laughs> I got a 4.15 out of 5. So, yep. It was in there. Yep. I will. It's one of those things where I, like, I, I, I could listen to the whole thing, and I, I would listen to it again, but I wouldn't seek it out to listen to it again. But I respect the work that was put into it for the theme. Arjun's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the work. <laughs> I, not the work. Okay. Sorry. The I the the ability to type in the word mom into Spotify, apparently. Well, it was more effort yes. than that because no. you had to know of Eminem and you had to know it, apparently. By yes. J. Cole. That was side work. That was side work, yes. Apparently is side work. Um but the just the fact that you made like a, a Mother's Day mix about like one central theme with all these artists that fit together. You know, they're all the same style, but also different styles within that same style that within that same genre. So I, uh, I can appreciate that even though I, uh, 
didn't like all of the songs, but the Rick Ross one, I was like, yeah, this is fine. This is this is fine, Rick Ross. <laughs> but every other song I liked. <laughs> yeah. All right, RJ, you ready for my score? I'm ready. Curious. All right. So, uh, you're gonna get a four point eight from me. It's almost there. <laughs> almost. There. And the only reason why you're not there is because I wish that the title was plural. <laughs> That's the only, literally, the only issue that I have in the mix is that it's not milfs because you're talking about five separate artists' moms. Mm, yeah. yeah, really. Fucked up there, aren't you? <laughs> but a four point. This is a. This is a, an honest to God. I love this mix. I will listen to it again. Four point eight. No, no, that's not. It's not steer away from the fact that RJ fucked up on this title. <laughs> not gonna let him live this down. Oh, I was going through our mixes since we talked about this last week, and I was like, "Ooh, Devin, that actually was a good title for one of your mixes." Oh. I forgot. Talking about my mixes? Yeah, you made one, and I was like, "Are you talking about oral sex?" No, no, no. It was was before. Jazz my pants. Yeah, that was a good one. The riddle of the Sphinx. No, I didn't like that one. (laughs) I know you didn't like that one. That one's brilliant. (laughs) No, you think about it. I'll find it. But okay, so this one I did enjoy. This one, I liked it. I mean, I could have. The Rick Ross one was. It doesn't compete to the last three. You know, the the Tupac one. I'm happy. I'm content with that one. Just the Rick Ross one was like kind of the oddball out. And I feel like J. Cole could have shown a little more dedication to his mama, like especially on the second <laughs> course or the second verse. Chasing panties and getting dome. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy <laughs> in a mama song. <laughs> like literally the first part. Yeah. Mama, second part, it's like, all right, we talked about mama. Let's move it on. Yeah. Um, Sorry, mama, I got my dick sucked. <laughs> but besides that, I did enjoy this mix. I, I will listen to it again in the future. I gave myself a 4.6 on there. <laughs> It is funny thinking Gross. about the hip hop version about dads. Yeah, mix. <laughs> Dear daddy, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> I never knew you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you left, and uh, I don't know your name. That seems to be the theme in all of these songs. Also, there's like a lot of them mention, you know, like the dad leaving in part of the songs too. Oh yeah. So like a Father's Day mix in hip hop would be like this is gonna be hard to find these songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well. well are we moving on to next week? I think we are. Do we have anything else? I've got a kind of a long uh, spiel before I give you this mix. <laughs> you have a monologue? A little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All I right. Mean, is this gonna be like like you're trying to convince us of something uh, because it's going to be tough, or is this like uh, there's just so much? I, I got a okay. question for you first. Okay, first, first right. a question for you. All right. All right. When was the last time that you saw an artist and you judged them before listening to them? Jean-Michel Basquiat. That was. Uh, oh, you're talking about music. <laughs> I thought you meant painters. No, not painters from the eighties. <laughs> um, the last time, Olivia Rodrigo. So you saw a little 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 girl. So mm-hmm. you saw her before you heard her. Oh, you mean physic like visibly? Yes. Saw a picture of them. Yeah, like you saw the artist, Ooh. made a judgment before even listening. I think it would be the same uh, because you know you see that and you're like, oh, it's some pop star. Don't care about that music. No, I heard Olivia before I saw her. I I, I did too. I just knew. I I'm talking about like 
I'm talking about like knowing the name and what's associated with it. So like back in the day for me, it was Gaga. I had not heard of a Gaga song before I saw Gaga. Okay. Right. Yeah. Ooh, Gaga might be mine too. But that would be the one that like changed it, if anything. So I know for a fact I saw Miley before I heard Miley. I mean, Party in the USA came out and it's like, this is a Disney girl. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Gaga too, actually. That might be the last one that I... uh... I visibly saw and was like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm never listening to this. What a meat suit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, uh, no. What's her name? It's not Dua Lipa. It's the lady with the hair. Oh, Cardi B was that way for me. I 100% saw Cardi B before hearing her. Oh. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're going to sell. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cur- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, it was that uh, Cheap Thrills. That Oh, Sia. You saw Sia before hearing her? Yep. Interesting. And But I think I heard the song, and then I didn't know that it was her, and then I saw her, and I was like, Sia? I'm not going to listen to this girl. See you later. She's one of these. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I know then, for uh, sure I saw Bjork before. I heard really, her. yeah, one hundred percent. I remember seeing the goose costume at whatever MTV. I was like, "Who the fuck is that lady wearing a goose dress?" Really? Yeah. <laughs> I saw the music video for "It's Oh So Quiet," and I was like, "I am in love." <laughs> he said it just like her too. I am in. Love. I am in love, <laughs> and I love you too. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say see ya. Or did you have anything like that? I, I think it would have been, as you said, like Lady Gaga. Because I'd be like, who the fuck is that? Because I think she started getting her publicity or, or like being famous. So then she started wearing meat suits at places. And I was like, I don't know who that is exactly. I know for more modern, I saw Trippy Red and Kodak Black before listening to them. Mm. Oh, Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's another one. Didn't hear his yeah. music, but I heard One Direction. I don't know if that counts. I don't even know if I heard One Direction. I just saw Dunkirk. And I was like, who is that, man? <laughs> That's the first time you saw him? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, man, I wonder if this dude plays music. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you think about Tom Hardy, too, in Inception? <laughs> I just go through Christopher Nolan movies and look for hot dudes that possibly play music. <laughs> yeah. I would like him to sing to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Picture that dude in a dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Bronson is what sold me on Hardy back in the day. Oh, yeah. Seeing that dick out, just swinging, oh, ready to punch some guards in the dude. face. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. He'd be in, like, the band Fear oh, yeah. if he played music in, from <laughs> yeah. that movie. Like, I love living in the city. <laughs> um, all right. So that question has to do with this artist, to okay. be honest with you. Oh, one artist. One artist. This is a incredibly hard mix for me to make. Uh, incredibly hard. It would be easier for me to make. It's easier for me to make a Beatles mix than mm-hmm. to make th- make this mix. Okay. okay. Um, I don't give a f- fuck about what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Um, so in my musical journey since starting the podcast, right? Um, 
it really, when things started to take off for me was when I really started understanding and getting more into musical genres, right? Okay. And over the course of the musical genres, you know, I spent a lot of time in hip hop just being like, I haven't listened to anything for the last 20 years. Let me absorb as much as I can. Uh, moved from there to a lot of that the bedroom pop stuff. Uh, moved from there, uh, spent some time with the uh, Nordic people, you know, those mm-hmm. Nords. Yeah. Uh, then uh, got into the bubble grunge recently. Right? Yeah. And along the way, you pick up, there's like an artist that you're like, oh, I love this person like that that I found, right? Mm-hmm. So like with hip hop is like, oh, Kanye and Kendrick. I love these two, right? Kept on moving. Meek Mill, love him, right? Okay. Kept on moving. We'd get into the bedroom pop. Lizzie McAlpin, she's my gal, right? Yeah. She, she's when I, when I the best. started getting into that. I was like, oh, she's the best new artist that I've found. Yeah. Uh, kept, on, kept on searching. Still couldn't find anyone that could really top McAlpin. Uh, Indigo D'Souza? She's uh, good. Yeah, she's great. She's still, because of this new McAlpin a- album, I'm like, she's still she's yeah. still better True. for me. Yep. She got knocked down in the rankings. And then <sighs> I'm going to get into how I stumbled into this artist. <laughs> I have no idea if you guys have heard of them. I have no idea if you have seen them. I have no clue to be honest with you. I don't know where this person fits into their musical genre. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's even, I would say, less known about the person. Uh, It's already a five out of five for me right now. I honestly, I'm so curious if you have seen the name and have not listened. I would be, Mm. I'm going to be so curious. So you're going to have to tell, as soon as I send it, let me know. Okay. If you've listened. And if you have not listened, this is going to be a sweet, sweet treat. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I am obsessed. Mm. And we only have two full lengths and one EP. That's what. Mm. And it was so goddamn hard for me to make this mix. I literally was making changes up until about two hours ago. Uh, oh. uh, when I made, and it was like, I'll get into like my my uh, how I got into this person uh, next week when we talk. Um, but since uh, since the Bubble Grunge uh, tour, I have basically only listened to this artist and McAlpin's new album. That's like the only things I've listened to, and I enjoy this person more than McAlpin, <laughs> which is saying a lot because she too has two full lengths and one EP. Okay. And uh, it's going to, it's a sweet, sweet treat, RJ. <laughs> RJ, I'm RJ, don't fuck with me. Okay. Okay. Don't. I know. I'll try it. I'll try it. I don't care about your rating right now. I'm telling you. I don't you. give a shit. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> If you don't see what I see in this person, I don't care. <laughs> because <laughs> I really don't. I am just like, I'm so aggro when it comes to this person. Because if anyone says, I saw fucking Pitchfork reviews, I'm just like, you motherfucker, don't I understand don't. what you're listening to. <laughs> I don't care about Pitchfork it's reviews. So Wait, goddamn is it, stupid. Is it rated bad on Pitchfork? No, it's just, I, I think that people aren't listening. And I have no idea who's listening. To be honest with you, 
I don't know who their crowd is. I don't know where they fit into their musical genre. I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest with you. And if you haven't listened to this person or heard them, when you listen to this, you're just gonna you're gonna think the same thing as me being like, who the fuck is listening to this? Who is? People are. All right. Okay. Is it Jimmy Buffett? I'm gonna give you the title. Okay. okay. Are you ready for the title of the mix? All right, I'm ready. ready. For the title. A fringed country stallion. Uh, a fringed country stallion. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's a clever thing that I did. It's okay. a very clever thing. Okay. I'm going to send it to you guys right now. Okay. And uh, it's, 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 it's fucking happening. Yes. If it's the girl that I'm thinking it's of. It's not a girl, motherfucker. It's not okay. a girl. Okay. I just, I would just suck everything Never off Never of heard of it. Yes. I'm so goddamn excited. Okay. So happy. All right. Never seen uh, that name before? Nope. Ooh. Oh, I'm nope. so happy. All right. Brother, we're into country music. Okay. <laughs> brother, look at the album covers. Look at Bronco's album cover, brother. Okay. All you right. You see what I'm seeing? Uh, I see what you're seeing. <laughs> okay. The dude only wears a mask. This he, is the MF Doom of country. Yes. People, it's like speculated. They're like, we're pretty sure he's from south of the border, but he lives in Canada. We don't know where he's from. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Does Fans on one of also- his EP have a song with uh, uh, Shania Twain? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what's happening here. I love four of the artists oh i know five, you do six I of the artists in the fans also like <laughs> i know you do that's why i was just like this guy is so different from everything but like when you look at the also like i'm like i know Devin knows these people i know yeah. he knows them but i was so just like i don't know because i'm pretty sure if you have had listened to this person you would be where i am i don't know i don't give a fuck about rj okay yeah, fuck RJ. <laughs> RJ, take the next week off. <laughs> no, I do care, RJ. But yeah, we're no, into no, country no. music, yeah. boys. Some oh, good old country damn. music. All right. And we're talking about him. I, this. This is an exact Michael quote to my wife, okay? Mm-hmm. I said to her, because I was just like, babe, 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 <laughs> babe, have you, babe. Have, have you heard this person? She's like, yeah, I've, I've seen them. I'm like, but have you listened? listen to them she's like i don't know i don't care and i was just like i'm gonna say something to you right now i'm not ashamed to say it she's like what i was like i have not loved a country music musician this much since sturgill simpson okay big claim here this is a big claim i'm telling you man if Hmm. sturgill doesn't didn't do his fucking weird shit in the middle like pound for anime well yeah there's just like I don't know. That that album, album. is like, I'm never going to listen to it again. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if this guy, because he just had a, uh, he, he, he had it as like chapters one and two, and then he just released the full length, um, which the songs that I already had from chapters one and two before the full length came out were already on the mix. So I was like, good, we're good to go. Um, but uh, if he comes out with another album and it's as good as this last album, he is like, 
beyond Sturgill to me. And when I say mm. beyond Sturgill, I mean that he is pushing country music in a way that I fucking love. All right. Ooh, RJ, are you a fan of Elvis, brother? I like Elvis. Oh, oh I can't wait for you to hear the Elvis, brother. We're into some old-timey country music. We're into some... Somehow, he manages... It's not on here. He's got a song called fucking Lafayette, brother. Okay? That song, Lafayette, it's about fucking cowboys. But he does arrangements that should be from shitty 90s country songs that I fucking love, RJ. I fucking love... He does it all. He does... He does 50s Elvis. He does okay. 70s country western music. He does shitty 90s music that I fucking love. He does <laughs> songs. There's going to be a song on it. There's two songs on here that if you don't pay attention to the lyrics, you're fucking done, RJ. <laughs> you're fucking done. <laughs> RJ, did you see the album cover? I did. Did you see it? Did you see that? Did you see the gold? <laughs> I, I saw don't you just want to be him? You know, <laughs> don't you want to? <laughs> ah, he's my friend's country stallion, boys. <laughs> I'm excited and scared. You should that I'm not. If I'm not, you if I don't be. like this, if I don't like this, I'm going to be upset. Oh, it's there's no way that you don't like it. You're okay. gonna there, there's a way that you're gonna be like. I think it. I, I'm. It's just gonna be. It's it's gonna be a story. Okay. Because the first song I put as the first first song to fuck your shit up. Okay. It's it's a last song on That's his the way I like EP it. and it's it's the ending song on the EP. And I was just like, this is going up front because you need to know who the fuck fancy cool. is. All right. I don't care, RJ. This song should be an ending song. It's in the fucking front. Because he he goes all over the map with country music, and okay. I made sure to pick each song to be different representations of different country music that he touches upon, my friend. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Woo! That's a lofty claim. Oh yeah, I'm ready. You got to gotta suck l- this boy off. You got okay. Oh whoa. Okay, hold on. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry. Okay. Get a little ahead of yourself here. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, uh, we're just talking about the music here. Uh, all right. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot to live, lot to live up to in this <laughs> next week. Okay, <laughs> all right. Oh, he's sucking them off right now. Just I, leave them be. I don't like going to live music. I will go to one of these, and mm. I will go to a hoedown if I have to. I don't oh. know who goes to his music rallies or whatever they're called. <laughs> rallies. <laughs> I don't know like what they call land meeting. Music. <laughs> What are we getting into? You think this is Charlottesville? <laughs> you think we're storming the Capitol? <sighs> okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Would you storm the Capitol to go see him? Yeah, sure. Fine. All right. As long as I get to suck him off. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right on Nancy Pelosi's fucking desk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerk off that stallion right yeah, there. Right. That pony. That oh, good God. old Pony Boy. Oh, shit. First album is called Pony, in case, in case you didn't see that yet. Already. Yeah. And then he bucks up on the Bronco. Yeah. All right. He's my fringe country stallion. All right. Okay. I don't All know right. what he looks like. He could be an uggo under there. I don't care. Oh, I don't what if he is? You see those arms, though? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. When you, see, when you hear the sweet angel trumpet of his voice... There's no way he's not going underneath there. 
What if he just takes off his mask and it's Steve Buscemi? <laughs> I don't care. I'll follow whichever eye you want oh. to, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, a nerve-wracking. This was this is an incredibly hard mix for me to make. I've I have two other mixes of artists that were like you try to be like, how do I make a mix of an artist that I love to be like this is the artist you've never yeah. heard them before. Yeah. listen to them yeah so i have two other artists that are like that uh that you have heard before but this one was incredibly hard because i'm just like oh, god damn it and then i would sometime be like but rj might and i'm just like no i don't care Fuck everybody. <laughs> i know for sure there's a song I, I that was on here forever and i was just like i had to take it off i know rj would love it i know i had to take it off I'm sad now. Now you know how I make mixes with nobody else in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that. This is yeah. that. this is me just being like I. I'm putting that big stallion cock on the table, and I yeah. don't care. Feels freeing, doesn't it? It Does it's nice until somebody laughs at your three inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> you see those gold pants? He ain't got no three inch dick underneath there. That's true. <laughs> you can't wear gold pants and have no three inch dick. Oh, I'm so excited that you have. Yeah, heard. Mike. That's why I don't got no gold pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody was wondering, you got I'm bronze a, pants. I'm hoping like we're all stallions by the end of next week. Oh, I'm hoping. Man. man, if this mix makes my dick bigger, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be so happy. I've had gold pants in my Amazon shopping cart yeah. for the longest time. Just never could buy it. So bad. Now I finally can. <laughs> Dude, I would after listening to this, I will have a, a lifted shif, shitty Chevy and just some country boots and just a plaid shitty shirt and just blare this. I, if that's what I need, if I need to have a neck beard and just like roll down the country roads, I'm willing to do it for this guy. You're speaking my language right now. <laughs> <laughs> like that is that's what I aspire to be. <laughs> Man. Um. Man. All right, well, you can find this podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, for all of the uh, MILFs out there, uh, RJ, RJ likes you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's going to jizz all over the place once he sees you. <laughs> and, and diarrhea. Yeah. So in that case, get a hold of me. Because <laughs> I will jizz in 30 seconds. <laughs> get a little bit of time. <laughs> oh, you know that freaking, you know how you see the, the little video of like, uh, me after watching season one of Yellowstone. Me after watching season two of Yellowstone. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it's a guy just like walking through the front door and like he's progressively looking more and more like a Yellowstone character. Oh, yes, yes. Just like yeah. Shab, who's like, yeah. after like slowly <laughs> yes. after watching more Yellowstone, he's suddenly wearing a cowboy hat and mm-hmm. branches. That's me with this guy. <sighs> to be like, I'm willing to be into country music proudly yeah. if this is what it's like. Have you looked up uh, button-up shirts with white snap buttons yet? <laughs> yeah. And some bedazzled jeans. Yeah. yeah. How many belt buckles do you own right now? <laughs> Not enough, brother. Not enough. That's the right answer, brother. <laughs> Never have enough I'm ready belt to buckles. drink shitty beer finally. I don't think I've ever had a shitty oh, beer, to be honest. You want some Olympia, brother? <laughs> Let's fucking drink some Lone Star. <laughs> and... Spit tobacco. Oh yeah, I'll tobacco. Yeah, I'll, I'll chew if I need to. But a bit I'm old, chewing right now. Horseshoe in my mouth. I got I got dip right dip right now, brother. <laughs> Drinking beer, 
Dipping or dip. All right, on to, on to riding, riding that Bronco. Ride that Bronco. <laughs>